I know what you meant, but I'm imagining an emergency room ran by cats. They wouldn't even know how to work the defibrillators. It'd be chaos. Imagine if they're, like, you're on the operating table, right? And they've cut you open. They've got to get out a shard of shrapnel, right? And then just over the gaping hole in your chest, you just hear... <laughs> this is the cat. <laughs> like, I'd be terrified of what's going to fall in. <laughs> By the way... Yeah. I'm very proud of my impression of a cat about to do a hairball. Yeah, it was extremely impressive, yeah. Yeah, I, I hit record just in case. Um, oh, absolutely. I was a little late, though. I, I didn't. I sensed an opportunity to do my impression of a cat about to cough up a furball. Of course I hit record. <laughs> Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Anyway, we need to talk about cum tributes. We need to talk about cum tributes. (laughs) It's a burning need. It's a pressing, scorching requirement. It's urgent. Yeah, it's said that we need but three things in life, Jonathan. Yes? Food in the belly, shelter from the elements, and cum tributes. For for people who don't know, that that's when someone ejaculates. I think it's 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 yeah. I think it's exclusive to that. Though those with vaginas sometimes produce a substance that you could also call a, a form of ejaculate. Yeah. I suppose I don't know. I'm not an de- expert. The yeah, traditional come tribute uh-huh. is coming on a picture of someone. A photograph. A photograph. Usually can be a video of of some kind, maybe, but you know, often the it's someone filming themselves having a wank over someone ah. with uh, uh, very commonly, you know, the splaff hit in the image. Uh-huh. Uh, it's something that's fascinated me for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, <laughs> and have on occasion on this podcast goaded the audience into doing one on me. Yes, right. I I received it. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) See, it's the thing. People pointed out that I did this on a podcast many years ago, and I completely forgot. But then I listened to some old recordings and was like, oh, no, no, I did. And I was really upset at the time when it happened, when someone finally took me up on the offer. This time, however, I don't know what it is about post-transition, but... Oh, I know what it is. It's uh, the objectification kink I've got. But... (laughs) Yeah. Let me tell you... Uh Uh-huh. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't quite relate to the people who when I told them that I'd seen a cum tribute of myself went, Oh my god, you poor dear. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Cause by the way, let me just point out, right, to the average unbidden person, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pleasant. Oh sure. However, to the weirdo who's goading an audience of weirdos found it quite edifying now i don't know the person who basically on a podcast a while back i was you know 
encouraging contributes of myself and said to send them to Jonathan for uh, basically a taste test <laughs> or, or a tastelessness test, I think I called it at the time. Mm. And that was the only bit that horrified me, was that a listener did splaff off over a picture of me, a very good picture of me, by the way, and did indeed send it to Jonathan first. And that's where I was, oh, you poor dear, I'm so sorry that happened to you. However, all due credit to the splaffer in question, they did put it behind, I believe, a like a Dropbox link and s- let you know what it was and said, oh, sure. you don't don't open it if you don't want to, like, just hit, I have done the thing. <laughs> yep. By, by all metrics, it seems like you're not that upset by it. Oh, yeah. I, it's like watching uh, a bird fly by or something. It's, it's doing its thing. <laughs> It's none of my business. I hope it does well. Maybe it's going to mate. Maybe it's going to find some worms. It's just natural. It's it's okay. And like with a bird flying by, you duck in case something white lands on you. <laughs> I, I have to wonder if I would open it. Right? I don't have any question that you would open it. You think? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, I... I it's not that I don't care. It just it seems personal. Yeah, but if somebody said, please send this to your friend and mine, Stephanie Starling, you'd be like, oh, well, before I send it, I have to. So so this show is an interesting show, as people know. We, we are getting some new fans. I've been interviewing some game developers, and they, they say, how'd you get all those followers? And I say, oh... <laughs> Well, uh, that's my little secret. <laughs> I would, I would probably have a thousand followers if you didn't talk about my butthole and and stuff like that. It's like at least ten thousand followers just for that stuff. So I, I explain it to them, and then they listen to the show and they say, "Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit rude. It's a, it's a tiny bit. It's cheeky." <laughs> but they, they are really taking to it. They're, they're, Mm -hmm. Julia Minamata is one. She's making a, a very cute, but serious looking Sierra point and click style game. And she is a big fan of yours, Steph. And I said, I'm actually on a show with, with Steph and it's, it's something to get ready. And she's, she's taken to it. Anyway, my point is we all have a little something in common and Conrad and I both have more of a cold scientific reaction to human behaviors in some ways and i i feel like conrad you would just out of scientific curiosity about what what's the human race up to this time you would you would probably open it (laughs) well that's that's just it like because the thing that would compel me is which media did they use (laughs) right Right. Oh. Like, that's what I kind of want to know. No, I kind of want to know. The, that's, not the, that's not the burning question. Was it a zip file or a PDF? <laughs> what format? <laughs> um, no, I meant I meant media as in the image yeah. chosen, the 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 inspiration selected. Oh, I see. Which picture? It yeah. was me in my older wig, the straighter one, mm-hmm. uh, with my rainbow plaid button-up shirt, doing a sort of like open mouth, which you know I like to think was <laughs> deliberate, uh, a sort of open mouth, cheeky sort of like, happy expression with a little shrug mm. so in front of a Bloodborne poster, which for, <laughs> I know that could have been what finished it. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it's, it's actually one of one of my nicer pictures, one of the ones I look at and say, you know what, I look really pretty in that. So it's validating. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, this is... And again, I speak only for myself. Most people don't find contributes of themselves validating. Yes, this is not a, a an endorsement of the yeah. practice. <laughs> I have a certain set of interests. <laughs> you have a particular set of skills. I have a particular yeah. set of skills and emotional regulatory issues to which this contribute appealed. So yeah, I, I, and the person who did it was just so polite and nice in yeah. their correspondence with Jonathan. Um, did say Jonathan was a little bit weird. <laughs> that I wait. <laughs> that you were a little bit. I think you told me that. I probably did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know the person is on Conrad's uh, Discord server, mm-hmm. which isn't a cult, by the way. That Discord not server a cult. It's not a cult. Um, but I did see them talking about it. They seemed really delighted. Uh, that that I'd mentioned it on a live stream at the time. I think a little gutted that I didn't mention it on the last podcast because I I forgot everything I was going to talk about on the last podcast. Oh, sure. But I did see a comment that said they enjoyed doing it. <laughs> and that's all I want to know. Like, like you know, did, just, just, just tell me I'm pretty. Just tell me I'm pretty before you come on my face. I'm low maintenance. You would absolutely hate to get a cum tribute and then have, you know, them be like, I, you know, I, I did this, but I wasn't really into it, right? Yeah, I don't want it begrudging. Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. do it out of obligation. Do it because you want to splaff on my face. That's all I want. I want sincere facials. Wow. Jonathan. That, that could be... <laughs> So we're working maybe on a, on a on a feature on your career stuff. I've been penning it out. Kotaku did one of those. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they went for an inflammatory headline that everyone thinks was theirs and not a quote from me. So they're all, why are you calling Stephanie a pathetic edgelord? <laughs> Wait a minute, they called you a pathetic edgelord? No, Steph called themselves a pathetic edgelord. I was talking about my early career. Oh. Like they, The headline is like, from pathetic edgelord to YouTube's pangalactic princess. Oh. Uh, princess, because I, I say princess, but everyone hears princess. Yes, that's the part they got wrong. Yeah. And they had pathetic hedgehog in quotes because it talked about, you know, you both n- knew me in my very beginning career. I was awful. Mm. And I talk about that. And, and they quoted me, but everyone, the way it was written, it's like Kotaku was just slagging me off. Um, it was actually very good. It was it was very good. They, they interviewed me twice, once about sort of my opinion on the cultures and my sort of career in games and wrestling um so yeah yeah it was very good jeez how did i miss this is this old when did this happen uh, a couple weeks couple ago, weeks ago. Oh, yeah jeez yeah i've been out to lunch but i'll i'll check that out that sounds great long fucking lunch <laughs> <laughs> like a, a couple weeks that like, must be a hell of a sandwich is it still good <laughs> no it's all it's all bad but but what did you just say about facials um I want more of them. <laughs> you called them something. Enthusiastic? No. Sincere. Sincere, maybe? Maybe. Sincere. Sincere. I want some, yeah. If I get to do my profile on you for a print magazine, I wanted to call it whatever you just said, but now I forgot it. It's a good thing that this has been committed to a recording <laughs> that can later be referenced, huh? <laughs> it is a good thing. Yeah. Right? Although knowing our luck with recordings, it's still 50-50. We'll have it by the end of this. It's true. Yeah. So I was watching Pokemon the other day. 
Okay. Okay. The Pokemon anime. Right. And it is as I remember. You know, you've got Ash, Ketchum. Yep. The one and the same with Pikachu, the mouse. Uh, the mouse one from Pokemon, right? Because mm-hmm. Pokemon's um, 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 Legends Arceus is out. Mm-hmm. Oh, the game. You've been playing it quite a bit. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it. It's what Pokemon should have been like years ago when games were modern. It's very good. And the anime is actually what got me into Pokemon years and years and years ago in like the, the like 2000 or when, whenever it was. Sure. I still remember the episode. It was the one where Ash fights Sabrina, the psychic gym leader. Oh, yeah. And there's Alakazam. And yeah, I still remember it. And, and every now and then I think, you know what? I might, I might get high off drugs and watch Pokemon. It's a great idea. Yeah. I find, you know, a bit, bit of the old dank kush, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Marijuana really helps sure it helps the pokemon go down <laughs> actually no pokemon going down that's a different thing actually that hey. reminds me episode five of this anime series <laughs> was very interesting really yeah because like up until then it's like oh you know ash is going around with with pikachu he sees a bulbasaur and he's like oh yeah i'm having that he sees a charmander and he's like oh yeah i'm having that he sees a squirt and he's like a squirting turtle sign me the fuck up sunshine catches that he's going around wants to be the very best like no one was before or whatever it says then they get to episode five and all of the pokemon up until that point have been like fantasy animals and stuff and then they see in the tall grass this one that's sort of this sort of beige coloured, very humanoid, but like even more so than like Mr. Mime or something. Oh. Perfectly proportioned adult man. Really? Yeah, no hair. As I say, sort of browny beigey skin tone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ash is just made up with this. Ash is thrilled. <laughs> he's, he's like, whoa, Pikachu! <laughs> That's a Jonathan! <laughs> it's called the Jonathan? A Jonathan! Now, a, a Jonathan, huh? I played Pokemon Red when it first came out, upon which this uh, original anime series is based. Mm. I know all 150, 151, including Mew, mm-hmm. out there. I completed that original Pokedex, right? Sure. I don't remember a Jonathan. But it must have been rare because Ash was just thrilled. Just, oh, I really want a Jonathan. As you know, Pikachu, there's only one way to catch one. You got to piss on him. (laughs) You got to. You got to. Apparently, it's the only way to catch one. Pikachu, I choose you. Piss all over him. And Pikachu does, Jonathan. It goes, pick up pee, 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 <laughs> like that. Pick up pee, and just gets his little rocket out. And it is just like a terrifyingly well-detailed penis. Penis just sort of comes out of a slot between Pikachu's legs. Hyper-realistic, I'd say. Like, it's glistening, it's red raw. It, it's, it sort of tapers at the end. And, and Pikachu just cocks a leg and starts urinating. 
Wow. On this fully grown man looking Pokemon. Who's nude, by the way? Fully nude. Pokemon don't wear clothes, Jonathan. Um, and, and he's writhing around on the floor with this serene smile on his face, just going, Oh, Jonathan, 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 Jonathan. Oh, all it says is Jonathan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Ash is like, Yeah, Pikachu, piss on him good. Like that. This is a, a, a kid's show? This is on the, the WB? I mean, I will admit that for a kid's show, this is approaching racy territory. Especially when Brock, the other character, is behind Ash, tugging on a ball bag that's hanging from his open fly. He's just grabbed our ball bag and he's pulling on it going... <laughs> hey, Brock, you want to join in? <laughs> oh, yeah. And he just goes over, just like, like grabs the whole thing. Like the other ball bag flops out like that. And the penis pops out. And it's like really well detailed, Jonathan. Like hyper-realistic, red raw, tapered at the end. And he just starts pissing on Jonathan the Pokemon. Wow. While he's going... He stays... By this point, Jonathan the Pokemon... He's now rubbing it into his face and his his chest. Just going, oh, oh, Jonathan. Jonathan Holmes. Jonathan, Jonathan. <laughs> Last like name, that. Holmes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sounded weirdly familiar. Like, I, I, I'm not sure if this Pokemon is based on a celebrity. Like, um, you know, uh, uh, the Abra line with the bent spoons based on Yuri Geller. I'm like, maybe this is based on someone from some other TV show of the time, like the late 90s or something. I don't know. Um, but, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan, like that. And Misty's like, like, they're just screaming, you perverts, I can't believe you're pissing all over Jonathan. And then Ash is like, we got it. And she's like, oh, okay, carry on. Um... Team Rocket show up. The bad guys. The bad guys show up. Mm, right. You, Jesse and James. And Jesse's there like, oh my God, he's really pissing on him. Like that. And sends out Ekans. Like, Ekans, go piss on him. Like that. And Ekans comes out. Ekans. Like that. And just little slot. <laughs> out comes a red rocket. Red raw tapered at the end. Um, just pisses and it's a like a really strong stream out of that snake jonathan it's like an aqua jet oh yeah well i did want to mention that i don't know if this is being described in real time but this has been like five minutes of just non-stop <laughs> urinating side. just just oh, yeah. expressing the bladder a lot of stored liquid in the in the well but, but here's the thing you have to realize okay this is episode five, right? It reflects a long period of time having mm. passed already. Yeah. And never once before have we seen them urinate. Exactly. This is true. Oh, it looks like Team Rocket's <laughs> blasting off again. <laughs> coughing. Go do your thing. Pissing. Out comes coughing. Out of every little nodule on that pole. Just, oh. a, just a spray. <laughs> oh, my God. Just a spray of feculence, Jonathan. <laughs> Well, yeah, the thing about urine is it's, it is toxic. That's the name of it is po- episode. <laughs> the thing about urine. The thing about urine. But yeah, sorry, you're talking about like toxic urine. Yeah, it's it's poison. And, and coughing being the, the poison type Pokemon that most of us first saw, it would make sense. But I'm imagining the urine is very unwell. I'm imagining it's very... Oh, God, yeah. Toxic, sick. Sickening. Waste. Yeah, it's it's 
thick. Ugh. Thick and creamy and sort of off-white. <laughs> Wait, that sounds like an ejaculate. Sounds like he's... Yeah. A switcheroo there from coughing? Yeah, we thought coughing was going to piss. <laughs> and it just comes. Coughing! That's what happens. Right away. No, no pre-stimulation. Just on site. <laughs> just, <laughs> just pure liquid silk. <laughs> wow. Right? And then, you know, this little cat, this little beige cat walks up, shoves its dick in Jonathan's ass and goes, Meow! That's tight! <laughs> wow. <laughs> so anal, anal sex, so, so you know, I have a, a child now. Yeah. Yeah, he's about six and he's curious about genitalia he's curious about what sex is aren't we all i i guess i guess so he'll uh he had a sleepover the other day with a with a another kid in the neighborhood and they were getting their pajamas on and they just spontaneously both stripped nude and were like yeah and just like spinning around in circles (laughs) thinking it's hilarious because it's like rebellious they know they're not allowed to to do that where they hang out in school and they they pretty quickly got their pajamas on and stuff like that afterwards it yeah. was it was weird for me i i was i i just rather that didn't happen if i could avoid it because yeah like i think i'd prefer child nudity to not <laughs> yeah. and i don't really to know just this kid not. yeah it just it would have been better without but my my point is in in reflecting on it afterwards i'm like so why don't we talk to kids about sex yeah because it's it is natural well because i think that we're the last people that need to be talking to kids about sex <laughs> well, you and i Thus yeah. three just sort of turn up at a school and are like right bonus <laughs> <laughs> right so but i see what you mean yeah you see here's the thing in the uk the, mm. it's very american this whole don't talk about sex thing in the uk like i remember being like God, I was before 10 years old when there was sex education for the first time at school. Really? Like primary school level. Yeah. Because I remember there was a picture, like a still picture of a flaccid penis. And then it instantly cut to a picture of an erect one to show what it looks like. But it just looked hilarious. (laughs) I wish mine happened that fast, Jonathan. (laughs) So just like click boink and it was boink full, fully fully erect yeah i mean that only happens when i think about you jonathan oh there it goes mm. but yeah like in america it's very i mean i've pointed this out before jonathan holmes yeah how you know in states where you know they bury sex like a secret forbidden mystery like mississippi has a very high teen pregnancy rate this is true yeah because yeah. they make sex at once tantalizing and mysterious and also just like like culturally inaccessible so no one knows what they're doing no one can get help or advice mm-hmm. they're just stumbling around just sticking anything into anything jonathan and ashamed while All they sorts do it sorts of discrepancies and absolutely made to feel ashamed and filthy and dirty mm. when sex between uh, a man and a woman between an MB and a Demi, between Stephanie Sterling and Jonathan Holmes, like just all across the gender spectrum, but especially my come across your back. It's beautiful. (laughs) 
Wow. And that's what we're here to discuss today, Jonathan. Uh, the beauty of the human body. <laughs> that's what is that what we're gonna yeah. talk about now? Because I feel yeah, like we've like, already I wanna talk about the beauty of the human body with you, Jonathan. Okay. Right? <laughs> well, I was thinking about this the other day, because you know nominally this podcast is about making you famous. Uh yeah, we sometimes it is. It has been, and maybe yeah. again. We'll see. I had an idea. You, Jonathan Holmes, from Road Rules, right? Me, Stephanie Sterling, from the internet, right? Conrad, who doesn't run a cult. A lavalier mic, your ass. What? <laughs> why, why? So it, I like what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Duct tape. Good times. I basically, you know how like police informants might go to a sting, mm, mm -hmm. like a drug bust, and they're wearing a wire, right? So that another like 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 villain can go, hey, he's wearing a wire, get him, boys, like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to wire your ass, Jonathan. Wire it? Wire it for sound? Yeah, I want your a hole <laughs> slash anus to wear a wire. How do you, it's an empty space. It's it's an absence of substance. It is a hole. Well, that's right. That's how you capture acoustics in an empty space. That's right. It's all about the acoustics, Jonathan. Of my cavity? Of my anal cavity? Of your negative space. Actually, you know what? You might really be onto something here, Steph, because yeah? as we all know, Prince, yeah. the musician, his home in Paisley Park, every room completely wired for sound for recording of course right of course okay jonathan is now going to outdo prince wow both sexually and in the medium of audio recording oh jonathan you're gonna make doves cry <laughs> you my, hear me my ass will make them cry the the tears oh, your ass will make doves cry and pigeons laugh <laughs> I've I've been thinking about this for for months, Jonathan. I I want <laughs> you have I, yeah. I want a mic. I want a microphone, several uh, duct taped to your ass cheeks, pointed at your anal hole, and I want the tape running constantly, twenty four seven. I want to hear everything. The tape, the tape. <laughs> now we. We can't run a risk of losing any of the fidelity. Oh, hell So no. these are all going to have to be wired microphones. We we couldn't possibly go wireless here. No. 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 I couldn't, can't afford to lose a single scrap, Jonathan. Oh, we need the, only the highest of bit rates, only the highest of shit rates. I want to hear it all. And at the end of every single day, I want a copy of that tape. I want to put on headphones, Bose headphones, because my friend who's into music said they're really good, right? The most expensive I can get, and then I want to just sit there and listen. 12 hours of you, Jonathan. I want 12 hours of your day going about your business and hopefully all sorts of business, and then the other 12 hours of my day is going to be me just sat in a chair, unblinking, staring ahead, just listening. I want to hear every squeak. I want to hear every honk, every plop. 
You will have to be nude for this entire process also. Oh, that would be very good. Well, it's just, uh, I mean, there's two factors involved there. One, uh, with the mass of microphones and cabling positioned around your ass, Mm. uh, there's there's just not going to be pants in the world that are going to work for that. Yeah. Um, on top of that, the, the you know, you could say, oh, I can wear a shirt, but you really shouldn't because the, the fabric rustling is going to interfere a lot with uh, being able to hear exactly what's going on in and around that ass. Everything. Yeah. All of it. So uh, you're going to have to be nude and, you know, probably baby oiled. Oh. <laughs> oiled? Oh, Okay. So you you I was impressed <laughs> I was impressed with how you're able to to use actual sound science to make your case about the clothes but there's no no scientific and there's no audio Oh no no we can't have friction between those thighs my friend I thought you wanted friction sounds I thought you wanted squeaks That is what, what do you want No no we what don't do want, you want thigh this? noises you don't, No no you don't you so the th- We want ass so yes, we are only interested in capturing the ass in its purest form. Well, I was going to ask, am I allowed to talk? Am I allowed to do anything? Oh, no, just go about your business. Okay. So I have a full regular day. Oh, hey, everybody. How's it going at the office? I was thinking, yeah, like, I just, I, I want a day in the life of Holmes's ass. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking, Jonathan. Uh-huh. What's in it for me? <laughs> There's, I was not because there's no way that there's anything that could make it uh, worthwhile oh, yeah? to do. It's oh, so yeah? bad. It's, no. Yeah, it's real bad. I'm about to blow your buns, son. My husband, Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Their dad, right? He's something of a tinkerer, something of a gadgeteer. Has a massive record collection, right? Builds things. Giant, like, like the garage and the exterior is basically just a warehouse of useful stuff and high-fidelity audio equipment. I'm thinking we can get the recordings of your day-to-day anal gustings, right? Press it to vinyl, and not only that, go quadraphonic with it. That's not that impressive. Now you're interested. It's not that impressive. Quadraphonic's not that impressive. That's four fucking speakers. Four. You could be surrounded by the sound of your ass. Right. Think about that. I could be surrounded by the sound of my own ass, you're saying? Yeah. And I want to be in my ass, you think? I don't. I don't want to be in there. I we don't want to release this. Okay, all right, but hang on, hang on. All right, you know what? That's fine. Maybe that's not to your taste. No. But think about all the people out there who would love to be inside your ass. Right, and they can live. They can live their dream. Rent free. With quadraphonic sound. Jonathan Holmes, come on. I'm going to release it as an album. A one-time payment of nineteen ninety-nine. Mm. You too can live in Jonathan's ass. Exactly. I've got some names that we could like maybe title the album. The Wind in the Willows. <laughs> Jonathan All Natural. Wow. Or, and this is my favorite, OK Computer. <laughs> That's good. That's real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. I'm eating grapes. 
right Sorry, now. shouldn't do that on a podcast. Yeah, it's fucking it's rude. Probably gonna They're just fun. so juicy, Jonathan. They are. They're easy to eat, too. You just plop them. They're just so juicy. Plop them right I've in. missed you, Jonathan. I've missed you, too. It's been a while. It's uh... We haven't recorded since Christmas Eve, and I hated that episode because I've got low self-esteem, and I decided I was shit on it. Oh, jeez. I think people enjoyed it. I've, I hear from people regularly that they re-listen to every episode and uh yeah. love the show uh, you moved to the uk i have since since we last spoke i am now in the united kingdom where i can get a sausage roll it's pretty great it's not bad i finally got the promotion but it's it's a lot more work i'm putting in more like 50 hours oh did they put you in charge of the big account <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they, did. they did not but i do have some people who report to me yeah well, of course, you're a PhD. I am not. <laughs> you're a PhD in like like the brain. No, I am. I am definitely not. Though there is at least one person who works with me who I'm first... mentally ill, Jonathan. Okay, quite diagnosed, right? right? Sure. M- make me better. <laughs> so... Fix it for me now, please. Uh I mean, I've got loads wrong with me, Jonathan. Yeah, I've got I've got enough for an alphabet soup. The amount of abbreviated things I've got. Sure, but I I not to get too serious, but having been in the the field of mental health in one form or another for a while, I am strongly of the opinion that if society weren't so broken and bad, that most people who have some form of diagnosis would in fact not have such uncomfortable experiences with their own thoughts and feelings because trying to fit your thoughts and feelings in your yourself into a world that's very cutthroat and cruel and, yeah. and downright sociopathic the sociopaths have largely taken over and establish what normal is and what we are supposed to do with your life and uh that's one of the the least healthy diagnoses to have the whole sociopath thing but because they're in charge okay. they they decide that it's normal to to be like that it's a shame i know i as we mentioned earlier the kotaku thing part of that and this took me a while even after i was started to like like get get, get less edgy i made a lot of jokes over the years at the expense of mental health mm. which i'm not proud of but every now and then as i'm obsessively washing my hands and having trauma flashbacks i think you've fucking done yourself up like a kipper son you've made a rod for your own back there's an irony in that, Jonathan. Oh, sure. You know, I I always feel badly and also proud of you, which is weird, when you are so critical of your work from 12, 13 years ago or so, because I was bare witness to it. And it was always so absurd that I never thought you were really speaking from the heart with that, with that edgelordy stuff. In a way, no. But also... There's a thin line between, as I've said this before, there's a thin line between satire and just being the thing yeah. and saying it's ironic. If you're just expressing the same sentiments, are you any better, Jonathan? It's a it's a fine question that has been yeah. asked of me before, and I apologize for my edgy failures of 10 years of ago, course. too. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very different people. All three of us, I oh, think. Yeah. We've grown as individuals. Mm. That said, I'm looking through my little notes because sometimes I don't want to forget things to mention on the podcast. And there is um, a line that just says dildo gremlins. So I don't know how <laughs> how far exactly I've come. 
I know how far someone come on a picture of me. I'm just saying it was an even spread. There are many, many ways in which one can grow. Yeah. And, you know, we don't necessarily all grow at the same directions at the same time. Mm. No. That's true, too. Jonathan. Yeah? I think it would be good for your career if you fucked a sex doll filled with blue balls. Filled with blue balls. The n- blue bottles, the genus of fly. Oh. The what? The the what fly? See, this was my, my issue. Like, I really, I don't think blue bottle is a term in the United States. Yeah, I don't think so. But it's very important. I've left my collar on. Oh. oh, I meant to ask about that before we started recording, but I hadn't heard it at all, so. I have a collar with a bell on, Jonathan. Like a cat? Exactly like a cat. Exactly like a cat. Aww, that's pretty cute. It is. It's something I do, Jonathan. That's great. Yeah, but it is a sensory nightmare for some people, (laughs) so I try and remember to take it off. But one of my diagnosed uh, mental conditions I mentioned earlier is severe ADHD. Mm. Full-on memory disorder at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've just taken it off. On an audio file that's currently 37 minutes. So I think it's going to be a delight for the listeners to feel I like. I think they... I got away with it. Oh, sure. Nobody's going to hear it. Nobody's no, it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. This whole podcast's a sensory nightmare. But yeah, blue bottles, they're like massive, fat, juicy flies. Mm. Oh. There are blue bottles and there are green bottles. And I think it's based on sort of the, the shimmery sort of look that their carapaces have in the light. Because you get these flies that sort of have a green tint to them in the sure, light and ones that yeah. have a blue. Those big fuck off ones. Yeah. And I just want, I, I feel like it would be interesting. And possibly fame inducing if we got a sex doll like a a traditional blow up one with the little arms that stick out and the round mouth right and instead of air well no we put air in it but then we fill it with blue bottles i want to know what happens it could go many ways you could stick your dick in it and find it quite a pleasurable experience as they're sort of rolling around in there well physically if not emotionally Uh, what if all the blue bottles moved in the same direction would it fly well i'm kind of wondering about the uh translucent nature of the blow-up sex doll are we going to see flies like moving around the interior edges of it as they yeah yeah. with the with the with the the rubber bubble Mm -hmm. like the scarabs in the mummy (laughs) this is a show you can get clear sex dolls (laughs) <laughs> Which are clearly for, you know, audience purposes. Because I've seen videos, Jonathan. Right. I go to some specialist websites. And, and I, I've mentioned before on the podcast, I like to watch men fuck random things. But there is a, a, a whole subgenre of inflatables that are perfectly transparent. So that you can see the dick go in and out, Jonathan. Every pulsation. And then just fill. And you're like, I can see cum? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I've just so, so So it's like... Fantasizing about having sex with the invisible woman or the invisible man, the uh No, it's just they're fucking a receptacle and I can see cum coming out of the penis while it's in a thing. So it's not for them. I think it's I think it's for for a shared experience. Okay. But what I'm thinking Yes. is what if we got one of the clear ones? Does that <laughs> sweeten the pot for you, Jonathan? <laughs> this is a show where you will be like and what if the flies inside the doll on your penis also begin to fly? And Conrad 
has already planned his next thought, doesn't react at all, just says, well, and in fact, if you think about the science behind it, just just really, really, this is the normal we live in, the three of, this is not abnormal to, to you two. This no, is not no. Good. This is insect. No. I, I can't stress enough how much you come up when you're not around, Jonathan. It's and how true. Much, Still? How much comes up out of me when I'm talking <laughs> why about Why am you? I not boring to... Why are you still <laughs> thinking about new ways to, to, to make a make something on me? Or, or me in something? Or you in some, some of me? Why? It's been like... I, I think it's been over a decade of still, yes. <laughs> still thinking about it. That, that, that never was... gotten old. We have good lord of weight. Oh yeah. yeah, I've got jowls now. I've got right. I've got old man. I've got like Picard jowls. I've become a beige Picard, and uh, not current Picard. I'm talking, you know, '90s Picard, but yeah. still not a young looking guy. And you're still thinking, what if there was his penis in a hole and we added a new element let's spice it up a bit with some i'm assuming biting flies blue bottles are they biters not really uh, they're just massive and juicy <laughs> so they're the bad. kind of fly you look at and you're like that's a fly i can't ignore <laughs> just a house fly buzzing around like you can sort of not be bothered by that for a while but you the moment you see a blue bottle you're like Get the Sprite. <laughs> they sound horrendous. They sound so unsettling. But they might not be in a sex doll. That's what you haven't considered, Jonathan. This is what you haven't considered about giant flies in a sex doll, right? Yeah, yeah. It might be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I'm certain you could hear... Oh yeah! Oh, oh, oh god! Like yes, it's not a full-on with the sheer density. Oh, the flapping of the wings of these things. Oh yeah, it, it, they yeah. Oh. They may, there would be a low drone coming oh. from the sex doll for yeah. sure, and yeah. it's gonna move on its own. I I don't see how this is like oh. unusual. Many times I've parted the thighs of the vaginally inclined and heard the low grumbling of thousands of blue bottles. <laughs> Or was that one of those trauma flashbacks I mentioned? So so there's a lot of... I always try to find themes and things. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of, oh, the sound... Well, I'm thinking the theme for this might be S Club 7. Reach for the stars. <laughs> but sorry, carry on. <laughs> I've still never heard that song, but I think about you singing it a good amount. It was Reach a... for the stars. Da-na-na-na. It's very, it's very upbeat and and sweet. Oh, it's lovely, innocent. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the, yeah. this whole sound of anus, <laughs> sound of flies in a doll's anus. Yeah, this grumbling. There's there's something you can't see, but you can hear, and you know that the activity is going to lead to something unsettling. Maybe even unnatural. Is one of the the themes just thinking about i mean i don't make a lot of noise period especially with my 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 butt yeah my ass but i do should i self-disclose i don't know normal is so distant it's so far 
away from me. I mean, you can self-disclose, but not in public. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm just saying that in the morning, for whatever reason, I fart. <laughs> and it doesn't smell. Mm-hmm. I have, I've got this weird... The perfect crime. <laughs> but it's super loud. <laughs> it's super loud. And my son thinks it's hilarious at this point. Like, he'll knock on the door and be like... Are you awake at like 6.30? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still waking up. And then just one super loud, like, <gasps> and he'll be like, <laughs> when's breakfast? You know, he'll let out a, a, a slight chuckle and then just move on. So it's normalized for him. There's a lot of stuff for him. Yeah. I think in any sort of cohabitation situation, you eventually just get used to farts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I I feel bad for those families that are constantly holding them in. I managed to keep up the charade for weeks when I started living with Faye. Weeks. Well, when Linda moved in here, it was like two, three months they were trying to like hide that activity from me. Right. And I was like, "Who who are you kidding? First of all, don't withhold. <laughs> Share. Don't don't hold back. Oh, we've had this conversation before. Conrad is very principled on this. That's right. I didn't know that about you, Conrad. So Absolutely. You, so you want the the full truth. You want Not just... only that. Look. Farts are funny. They are. They are funny. Right. Are you are you not going to share that with me? <laughs> yeah. Like like looking back I feel borderline abusive. <laughs> that you didn't fart? That I that I withheld. But here's the thing. Four people on planet Earth have heard me rip. I'm not one of them. I can't say I am, no. We we shared a hotel room once. I don't remember any farts. Right? Stealthy as fuck. <laughs> I remember Max Headroom. I remember a mild cuddle. And I don't remember any farts. No one will. Wow. I've I've trained my anus, Jonathan. <laughs> Train us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, yeah, I've got nothing to add. Trainus was great. <laughs> well, in, in fairness, you know, Linda for months didn't think I farted at all. Mm. But that's just because I generally release silent farts. Yeah, I can see that. And I'm not shy about it. I'll do it anywhere at any time. Really? Oh, absolutely. So I do fer- worry about the stink. I hate <laughs> troubling someone with a, a the unsavory aroma. Hey. Worth the risk. I they rarely. I would say three times a year they smart they smell out of you know six hundred to eight hundred farts a year. Yeah, I mean if I know I'm having a bad gastrointestinal day, yeah, you know, yeah, I ate something questionable, then I I, I might you know go stand over in the corner or near some place that's going to vent. Sure. I'm not you know disrespectful. <laughs> Here, here's where I differ on that count, right? Once, you know, once I've reached a level of comfort where I am fine with it, mm. I feel like when it comes to the smell, there's a threshold where it's like, bad smell, bad smell, bad smell, don't want anyone to in, like smell it. Oh, sure. But there is an event horizon where it's so bad. <laughs> that you need someone else to have yeah, experience. Where it's like a sewage pipe burst in an egg factory. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, just, just so horrible. But it makes people scream. At that point, it becomes okay. It's just one of those things where you find refuge in the audacity of it. Where it's like, you know, if you're going to go to town, go in a Lincoln. It's like, that was so vile, it is possibly actionable. 
Okay, here's the worst, though. The worst is when you wake up to that. Oh, no. Oh, no time to prepare. Yeah, no, no. And and you don't know who's responsible. <laughs> but you're both awake and you're aware. Yeah. And you're in a small bedroom right. in the middle of winter in a very cold environment where the heat is cranked up inside. Mm. And it is below freezing outside. Oof, yeah. Oof. Trapped with, with the gas. Just you, them, and the smell. And the question. And, and <laughs> Stephanie says that they scream. So there were so many. <laughs> I, I, hopefully there's, there's someone out there who wants to try their hand at flash animation. If you do a flash animation based on the audio from these podcasts we've done, they tend to get some thousands of views, sometimes hundreds of thousands. I I, I, I have never requested this before, but the whole concept <laughs> of Conrad in a, you know, Conrad is not made of money. I don't imagine he has a huge space. So I'm imagining him trying to politely fart in the corner of the bedroom, <laughs> like taking three steps over, I'm like, this will help. <laughs> just looking looking dead faced at their partner and just I hope that's all right. I hope that one's not and it still smells so bad. I'm picturing I'm picturing Stephanie going down to, to Kruger's or Savers or the local local uh shop and just suddenly a fart so smelly that the, the clerk goes <laughs> just in pain just the, the, the nose in pain like searing their eyes their eyes go wide their hands go up towards their head as if clawed to some thing that has attached itself to their face but unable to grasp it a small a very small nosebleed <laughs> I'm getting lightheaded from from laughing. The people in the in the aisles they had been shopping for cereal or whatever. They drop and run. Just no! Just, ah! Get out! Get out! Just so Stephanie just standing there. Like, you can already hear just in the distance getting louder. Just and then the red and the blue lights filter in through the shop window. It's Steph, Steph being like, well, I hope I hope somebody smells this. I hope I'm not a. Yeah, did somebody witness this? Is anyone taking notes? Just so long as no one heard it, then I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> because you had prefaced it by saying you didn't want that to be unknown. You wanted to make sure those were experienced by someone else because they were too much. To, to experience by yourself. You, you wanted to make sure they were witnessed. I want to make sure people abandon their shopping carts and flee in terror, <laughs> scattered to the winds. <sighs> the kind of thing that makes them ten years later stare off into the distance and as a significant other asks what's wrong and they just go, what? Huh? Oh, nothing. PTSD. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do to people's lives. Jonathan, I want to entertain them as well. Yeah, you do. You do. Not just with so many farts. No, no. So much. Such a range. But with television. Oh. What? Yeah. You want to be on television? Well, you know, I'm not... (laughs) Jonathan, Jonathan. Jonathan. I'm I'm not so 
so egotistical as to believe that I deserve a TV special. Well, I think you do, but sure. However, uh? as the star of Doggy Jerkoff, <laughs> I think you would be a prime candidate for primetime success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doggy Jerkoff. Yeah, here's the premise. Yeah. Jonathan Holmes from Road Rules, The Northern Trail. Uh-huh. Nude. <laughs> What's that? This is the first one. <laughs> Third or fourth nude premise. Yes. Jonathan off Road Rules. Uh-huh. Nude. Yep. In a locked room, cranking it, surrounded by dogs. <laughs> that is so... Can he finish with that much furry distraction? Like, the more I've thought about this idea, and I've been thinking about it a lot, I really think that the world would love to see a human adult man trying to jerk off to completion while in a small locked room filled with dogs. And I want to stress... I don't want you to fuck the dogs, Jonathan. Oh, I got mm-hmm. that. No. I don't want you to wank off on the dogs. Nope, nope. I want you to just try. That's all I want. I <sighs> want you to try and finish in a room full of rambunctious puppers. So I don't so I don't know if that's gonna I hear what you're saying. You're trying to make it so so people will be like, well, this isn't bad for the dogs. He's not but I don't know if you quite got there. I'm pretty sure there'd be at least one person out there who would say, I'm worried that this isn't good for those dogs to be in there with that guy. <laughs> and and I know myself, I know why am I even entertaining this? But I know that No, you'll be entertaining the masses when you jerk off in a room full of dogs. <laughs> I, there would not be any so I will self-disclose again. There is no way I would have an erection at all. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I mean, that's part of the challenge, right? It would just be a small, soft penis just being hit and, and like, <laughs> pinched. Oh, yeah, just mashing just it. It's like, oh, it's nothing, zero blood flow in there. Just just a corpse of a penis. Yeah. A corpse penis. And, and the dog's just like... <gasps> Just wanting to be pet and, and scratched and stuff. Maybe like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I can't, I can't go for a walk right now. I've, I've gotta hurt myself, my penis, to be specific. Hoping that somehow I'll be aroused. It would be eight hours. I would fall asleep standing up. I'm sure. Just not. It would be a disaster. It would be, it would be the least successful anything ever done, ever, of any type. Lowest ratings. Lowest capacity for sexual anything most unhappy dogs just the least good well i feel like i laid my soul bare here and i've just just embarrassed myself you're saying you don't want to do doggy jerk off you're saying that's a no on doggy jerk off you know what what steph steph i would watch doggy jerk off you would watch that show I, i would watch that well of course he'd watch it to you jonathan well, we all are friends. You don't understand that if if you're doing something, Conrad and I will watch it. It's true. It's very... Slack jawed and trousers tented. I used to do a fair amount of video. Rarely, rarely successful. Oh, yeah. I found your old Duncan and Cam. Oh, that's one of the only ones I'm proud of. Because uh, whatever it is, it succeeded at 
the goal, but I don't know what the goal is. Thanks for watching that. It means a, yeah, means a lot. I don't know what that is. Is it uh is it softcore pornography? Is it a comedy? Is it uh just shabby adventure film made by some twenty year olds? Who knows? No one knows. Thanks for watching it. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I uh haven't been sleeping well, you know. I've I've told you both before. Mm-hmm. We started recording, got a sick pet, and I'm pretty concerned about him. I'm probably going to have to sign off soon and see how he's doing. I paid for him. I'm so grateful that I have the money to do this. I did pay for him for to get an inpatient stay, which is not cheap. So he's currently inpatient and hopefully going to get better. But if not, we'll be ready for that. And I wanted to thank you both for making me laugh so hard. I've been sincerely pretty upset for the past... Mm. Three days, yeah. and you both gave me a real reprieve from that. I've, I've... I was hoping, I was hoping we'd be able to. You really did. You really did. Yeah, I'm very sorry. The, the world shouldn't have a sad Jonathan in it. Oh, That's just that's... not right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, COVID, I can just about wrap my head around, but a sad Jonathan. That's wrong. That's deeply wrong. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks. It means a means a lot that you would both be there for me, and that you you gave me a chance to just not think about it for a little while so thank you that's okay you're welcome and thank you for coming on and the listeners are going to be delighted yeah, yeah. I, hope so. I had people asking if if it's still if the podcast is still a thing it's just you know with me moving country and and jonathan with a promotion and job and and you know turmoils and conrad finding corners to fart in it's <laughs> it's been difficult to get one together yeah, yeah. well we're, our hearts are more in it than ever, and we'll we'll be keeping we'll be doing it whenever we can. Of course, yeah, of course. Well, hmm. <laughs> you feel more famous after <laughs> Jesus. Is there anything else any of you would like to say <laughs> for yourselves? No, no, no. I'm again so happy to to share who we are with the people who want to listen to this, whoever they are, and thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. <laughs>